Hey there, Flow Live Athlete Pastor Channel again. This is Justin speaking, and we are on day 37 of the online Bible reading club. Welcome back, guys. We're on Exodus 39 and 40, the very last chapters of Exodus, and we're going to be in the last half of Matthew 23, which is the woes on the Pharisees, the extended discourse of teaching. There's a few of them in Matthew, and this is the last one. And we're going to be looking at verses 23 through 39 of Matthew 23. So let's get into it. Now, I am just amazed every time I read chapter 40 of Exodus. If you remember, that think back in context of where we are now. When this thing began back in Exodus 1, 40 chapters ago almost, the people were slaves in Egypt under the most ruthless and powerful man in the world. Pharaoh. He, remember, he made them uh, make bricks with, without straw. He tried to have their babies uh, murdered. Uh, he was ruthless. He put them to work building these cities. And, and it's like, it's astonishing uh, that they have been set free. They've exited from Egypt and now are a pilgrim people. They're moving toward a promised land. And they have this tabernacle that has finally been constructed. It has finally been built. And so we, we've got, we got the exit in the first part of the chapter, the meeting with God, and then the instructions to follow his ways, uh, what life is going to be like to be a freed people, and the building that's going to progress here. Well, the building is accomplished, and immediately when the building is accomplished, you see, uh, after it's erected and, and, and built in verse 33 of chapter 40, it says, Moses finished the work. Then the glory cloud of God fills the temple. And Moses can't even get in. Think about just like the whoosh, this, this amazing presence of God totally encompasses this structure to where Moses physically cannot get in. And then it, it, there's a the little final words here. It says, whenever the cloud which dwells in the tabernacle, moves up and out, the people will follow it. You see that he's gonna, the cloud will move up. This is going to be, you've got to know this. This is a major part of the, of, the, of the story, is that the people from this point on will follow a visible representation of God's glory to the promised land. And that's, that's what we've got. To, so when we, when we talk about how do we apply that today, we do not follow a visible manifestation of God. Christ has sat down in the heavens in the position of power, and he has sent his spirit to dwell in the hearts of his people. So we are not following what's outside, but the Lord himself who dwells and rules in the hearts of his people. We have a much different position, but a similar position in that we follow where the Lord leads. And how do we know? Well, we know because of the Word of God. What are the, some of the things that we should be about? Love, justice, faithfulness, the very same things that Jesus castigates the Pharisees for abandoning in Matthew 23, 23 through 39. This is the second part of the woes. We'll turn there to Matthew 23. And it says that you've neglected the weightier matters of the law. So there's a, a scale of importance that Jesus uh, talks about. And you talk about, well, all sins are equal. If you poll Christians, they'd say, well, all sins are equal. 
Well, no, they're not. There are weightier matters. There are some things that are more important, and what the Pharisees were guilty of was not uh, keeping that in perspective. They're blind guides, it says, straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. What an image. Uh, they're, they're straining a gnat but swallowing a camel. Now listen to this. Uh, it says, you clean the outside of the cup, but inside full of grief and, greed and self-indulgence. They're blind. Uh, clean the, it says, first clean the inside of the cup, and the outside may be clean. He compares them also to whitewashed tombs. You know, think about a tomb. Inside, what dwells in a tomb? Dead bodies. It stinks. It's gross. It's death. The heinous smells, of course, which, which would, if you were to open that door of the tomb, that would radiate out of it. Well, but on the outside it looks nice. On the outside it looks nice. Uh, and, and that's how he says, inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Now, you think about that. These guys were attacking lawlessness through law. They said, here's the laws, you need to keep these laws, but it did not change what's inside. If you want to make people more lawless, just give them laws to follow. Give them more laws and more and more and more laws. And they will be full of rebellion and lawlessness and hypocrisy. They may say they're keeping the laws. They may be keeping some of the laws, but they can't do it. You can't do it. That's why he calls them hypocrites. It says, you know, hey, we, we wish we were there when the prophets were on the scene. Hey, Jesus quotes them. And then he says, no, 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 no. You would have shed their blood just like the people then. You're those kind of people. You would not listen to God's law. And it says there in the final verses here, uh, it says, you brood of vipers, you serpents, how, can you, how are you to escape the sentence of hell? So Jesus is preaching the gospel to them. He's saying, consider how you would escape hell. Think about that. How will you escape hell? As it stands now, Due to what's in our heart, which is sin, we are no more than serpents, a brood of vipers. Who do we follow? Well, it goes back to Genesis 3. We can follow either the ways of the serpent, or we can follow the way of the sun. The sun is going to be crushed and dwell in a tomb for the third day and be resurrected for our justification. We can follow him and confess that we must completely be saved by Christ. Or we can live a way of righteousness that says that we are, or we can wait a way of self-righteousness that says we are able to do this on our own. And one will lead to life and faithfulness and justice and mercy, and one will lead to murder. If you want to be a murderer in your heart, try to work according to the law and save yourself and you know you'll be the most proud and boastful and hateful person but if you want to be transformed you must relate to God by grace you understand that that is the fundamental message of the gospel is that it is not by works of the law that we are saved but through faith in Jesus Christ we'll leave it there hey what I'm doing is I'm gonna if you've been watching this far we're gonna do a live stream on Sunday at two and actually at three o'clock on Sunday and we'll talk through the first three books that we've looked at here Matthew Genesis Exodus if you got any questions it'll be our first live stream for the online Bible reading club so live stream three o'clock on YouTube 
I'll just turn it on. Whoever wants to ask a question can ask a question, and we can discuss the first three books, Matthew, Exodus, and Genesis. So you can bring your questions on those, and we'll discuss. All right. God bless you guys. Take care. See you soon.